good morning or whenever you're watching this i just want to say welcome back and hope you have your coffee ready and you are ready to talk about some jesus before we get started i do want to say i know in the last couple episodes i talk at the speed of a cheetah so i'm bear with me i'm gonna try today to talk like a normal human being and just really focus on delivering to you guys the best way that i can So we're going to start today covering something that, in my opinion, I don't think is talked about enough and in the modern world is actually something that people struggle with more than they realize. We're going to talk about idols and idolatry and how that can affect um, your just faith and your Christian lifestyle. So before we get started, I'm just going to pray really quick, pray us in and just get us ready to meditate on the Lord's word. So. God, I just want to come to you in prayer today and just say thank you. Thank you for all of the opportunities that we have to learn from you in this day and age. Thank you for your word that comes at us from different areas all the time. Thank you for allowing us this opportunity to just sit back, listen, and learn about you and understand what you want us to be and how we can serve you better day by day, God. I just want to pray today that the Holy Spirit and just your hand comes down and touches the listeners, God, and the people listening to this, and that they really feel you and understand who you are and how you're able to help them through these things that we continue to talk about. So I just want to pray that over them. I want to pray peace. I want to pray comfort. I want to pray healing. And I just want to pray that um, seeds are planted, God, because that's all we can really hope for is planting seeds and sharing more about you. Amen. All right. So, while we are getting started talking about idolatry, I thought that it would be a good idea to just read some scripture about idolatry so that you know where we're coming from. So, just to start, I'm going to read Exodus 20, 3-6. It says, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. So this is from Exodus, which is the second book in the Bible. So it's written in the Old Testament. It is kind of hard to understand. But what we're reading here is Yahweh is demanding just exclusivity and just like a monotheistic love that we just have one true and holy God. And he tells us he is a jealous God. When we turn to other things and worship other things, he is jealous because he is the one and true God. He created heaven and earth. He created everything that we see today. He created the beaches. He created um, the restaurants. He created everything, our cars, everything that we see is here because of him. So when we worship something else or turn to something else, He's jealous. And not just that, I, I truly believe he's heartbroken. Like, hello, I gave you all of these things. Why are you turning to that? I, I can help you if you will just come to me first. Um, so with that being said, he does say um, in the first part of Exodus 20, verse 3, you shall have no other gods before me. So I just want to say, when we think of idolatry and we think of having other gods, I know me, myself, a lot of times I think about Okay, idolatry means don't worship any other form of what people call God. And 
I just want to say that I don't want to disrespect any other religion, but I do believe that there is one true God. It, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us so that we could live our um, sinful lives being forgiven because of what the price that he paid. But when I always thought of this, reading this Bible, I was like, okay, so don't worship multiple gods. Don't worship Buddha. Don't worship um, a priest. Don't worship all these other gods that are spoken about in today's culture. Just don't worship those. And as long as you're not, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> I am so sorry. Anyways, as long as you're not doing that, as long as you're not worshiping other gods, like labeled gods, cool. You're not committing adultery. I can, I can keep up with this one. I can follow this commandment. That seems simple enough. But in reality, I have learned this is such a hard commandment to keep, not because I am turning to other gods in this, you know, in relation to what we think of when we think of a God, but in Colossians 3 to 5, I'll also read that one to you. It says, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. So when you read into it more, idolatry is not worshiping another specific God, but it's turning to something before you turn to God or putting something above God. You are idolizing that thing or activity. So let's say before you, this is a good example for me, um, struggling with anxiety and depression in the past, before I would turn to God to pray or realize, oh, God can help me, I would often turn to my phone. And as silly as that sounds, and it might be laughable, but I would turn to it as a distraction. So I'm anxious. I'm having a panic attack. Okay, if I just get on TikTok, I'll laugh a little bit. It'll be funny. I'll forget about what's going on. It'll distract me. Okay, uh, before I pray, if I could just get on Instagram, I could just see these pictures, it'll distract me. And not just that, but that's some good examples of distraction. But I was not turning to the Lord first. I was idolizing these apps on my phone and I was trusting in them to heal my anxiety. And um, another example is my husband. I oftentimes before I stopped and was like, okay, I need to pray to Jesus. I need to stop and think the ultimate healer. He is my physician. He can help me. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I was actually... Oh, I have to call Dawson. Okay, call Dawson. Hey, babe, I'm having a panic attack. I'm having an anxiety attack. Can you help me? And I was turning to him, to peace and healing. And that is idolatry, but that's also not fair to lean on a human, a worldly human, to heal me. That's not fair to him to expect that either. Um, just another example is turning to him and like, hey, what should I do next? What should I do here? What should I do here? When I actually don't, I'm not leaning on the Lord. The Lord is the only one who can tell me, hey, turn here. Hey, do this. Hey, do this. That kind of thing. And I was, I don't, I don't know. I was just turning to anything that could distract me except for the Lord. How weird and strange is that? So once I did that, I, I just wanted to read to 1 John 5, 21. Little children, keep yourself from idols. And again, that's repetitive of what we've been talking about. But what it's saying is keep yourself from idols. That's, it's, it's a huge commandment in the Bible. And again, I think a lot of times when we think of keeping ourselves from idols, not worshiping other gods. That's just where our minds go to. 
But that's not just it. It's not saying, hey, don't turn to this other God that um, someone else worships. It's saying, hey, come to me first. Use me. I am your healer. I'm your physician. Talk to me. I want to help you. That kind of thing. And honestly, the only way that I could come from that or find peace or find healing is I had to start really thinking about it. And honestly, and I know we say don't make routines and routines, you don't want your relationship with the Lord to be a routine. I am not saying to do that. But I had to seriously in my anxious states be like, okay, Haley, remember that when you get anxious, you need to turn to the Lord first. Okay, let's set a reminder. Turn to the Lord first. And honestly, it took erasing Instagram or erasing TikTok or blogging out of Facebook or telling my husband when I call him, like, hey, Haley, have you prayed about it? And it, it took hard work. It wasn't just something that I could be like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to have an idol anymore. I'm just going to turn to God every single day. And as much as I wish that it was that easy for me, I would be lying to you if I said that that's how easy it was, that I was just like, yep, okay, I see what I'm doing and I'm going to repent and turn away from it. But the devil, Satan, the enemy, he aims to steal, kill, kill and destroy. And so I was just like, okay, yeah, that's, it's going to be so easy. And then here comes the enemy saying, oh, but if you just download TikTok, I promise it'll go away faster. It'll take less time. Just download this app or just hey, if you would just call your husband, you'd feel more peace hearing his voice. Or if you call your mom, she'll know what to say. Just do that instead. Prayer's going to take too long. Don't sit in prayer. That means you have to face your anxiety. That means you have to face your fears. Don't do that. And I kept hearing these words from the enemy just telling me, like, there's an easier way. There's an easier way. And guys, I'm here to tell you there is an easier way. There's always an easier way. Being a Christian and loving the Lord and living for him is not saying, hey, your life is going to be so much easier. And I think I mentioned that in the last episode too, because when you start following the Lord, the enemy is like, no, I have to target this one. Like I need my person back. They were living for me. Why are they all of a sudden living for the Lord? That's not fair. I want them back. I need them back. And guys, just think about it in this. I try to think about it in this aspect. Yes, living for the enemy might be easier. It might feel like things are easier, but do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel happy? Where's your worth? Who do you turn to when you're sad? When you have no one, the enemy is not there comforting you. The enemy is like, yes, she's isolated. She has no one. I've been praying for isolation. Maybe she'll get even more sad. Yes, I love isolation. Whereas when you worship our sovereign father and our redeemer who forgives and loves with grace and mercy and just loves so justly, it's it's different because you always have someone there. He doesn't want isolation. He wants community. He doesn't want anxiety. He wants peace. He is the prince of peace. He doesn't want you to be sad or depressed. He wants joy because he is joy. He is um like the podcast I listen to daily now, the Bible recap helps you read the Bible in a year, little shout out, but he is where the joy is. That's, that's all there is to it. He is where the joy is. And as hard as it may be to follow sometimes, or you think, man, this is just difficult and the enemy's coming after me and I'm not enjoying it. Guys push through the Lord is there. Even when you think he's not listening, he's there. 
he's there with something bigger and better on the way. He he always has an answer, whether that answer is yes, no, or not yet. He always has an answer. So turning to these other idols, and I just wanted to include two idols that, I mean, I've mentioned. Goodness gracious, I'm going to drink some water. One second. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry about that. I have a scratchy voice, and I needed to get some water and refresh it. But I've mentioned, you know, your phone, your husband. There are so many idols. I mean, idolizing alcohol. When you're sad, oh, I'm sad. If I would just go out and party with friends and have alcohol, I'll feel better. No. Turn to the Lord. When you're anxious and you turn to the things like I mentioned, or you turn to drugs, like you're idolizing that drug. When you, um, let's just say like sexual immorality. When you're sad or when you don't feel loved, you're like, okay, if I could just find this man or woman to show me love, or ultimately it's not love, you guys, it's lust. But if I could find this man or woman to appreciate my body, then I'll feel better. Then I'll feel loved. But you never feel satisfied from that. There's no satisfaction or fulfillment in turning to the world. And from someone who has been through trying to heal anxiety and depression on her own, Without the Lord, I can promise you, you will feel so much more satisfied and fulfilled when you turn to Him first. The Holy Spirit, when you get just baptized in the Holy Spirit and when you just get covered in His blood and just you really sink into Him. And I like to think of it as, <laughs> this is so weird, but when you, I actually just thought of this, I've never said this out loud, so if it doesn't make sense, just laugh and pretend it does and we'll go on. <laughs> but when you're living for the world and trying to satisfy the world, it's like sitting on a wooden chair. So surface level, you're sitting on this wooden chair, it's not comfortable, but like you get to sit down. So let's say you're so tired, you just want to sit down. So you get to sit down. It's not comfortable, but I mean, it's a chair, you're sitting in it, you know, you're, you're getting... Your, your scratches are getting itched, you know? <laughs> You're sitting down. But when you, you really need to sit down and you turn to the Lord and you get to sit in this beanbag where when you sit down, you just sink into it. It's like a warm hug and you just feel so comfortable and relaxed and it's just so different than if you would have just settled and went to that wooden chair. Now you're in this really comfortable chair. You're in this beanbag. You're getting enclosed with warmth and comfort and you don't want to get up from it. And another thing is when you learn to sink into the Lord, like that little metaphor that is probably so silly, so sorry. Anyways, when you learn to sink into the Lord like that and just sit back and let him take over, you don't want to get up. Just like that beanbag, you might not want to get up out of it. You don't want to get up when you experience the Lord and his peace and his mercy and his glory. Just when you see all of that and I, you guys, Start pouring your life into him and you will see it. But when you experience that, I don't want to get up. I, I start digging into my Bible or praying and I'm like, man, I never want to lose this. I never want to have to live without this. I can't believe I lived so long without it. I can't believe I lived so long just idolizing all the other things that I was idolizing. I just, that is the hardest part for me is knowing that where we were and where you could be now and thinking like, man this is great. This is peaceful. Why did I miss out on it for so long? So I encourage you guys to skip that wooden chair, skip that comfort zone, skip all of that and seek out the Lord. 
And even if you are someone who doesn't even believe in God, I'm here for you. Like that, I I would love to talk to you. I would love to pour into you. But most of all, you probably have some questions like, what is the Holy Spirit? Why is this girl talking about the Holy Ghost? There's ghosts. Christians believe in ghosts. So <laughs> things like that. Like I would love to explain to you where we're at. I would love to explain to you how to find that bean bag instead of that wooden chair that you're so uncomfortably dwelling in. Um, seriously, I just think that that is so important. And I just, I'd love to talk to you more about why we believe what we believe. Um, how you're never alone when you are with the Lord. There's so many things that sometimes it just takes understanding. And when you don't understand it, you're like, oh, that's difficult. That's too hard to understand. That doesn't make sense. That seems impossible. And you guys, I'm here to tell you, it does seem impossible, but it is fully possible. And it, it's, it's occurred. It's happened. I would love to share it with you. So I just want to leave you today thinking about what, what am I idolizing? Where, where are my idols right now? When I feel this way, what do I turn to first? Is it the Lord? And if not, I encourage you to start practicing that. Start trying to turn to him. Start doing your best to make the Lord your only idol, your only God, Yahweh, Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, Elroy. Start turning to him instead of turning to worldly things and just feel the peace and the joy. It, it's overwhelming, and I just believe, fully, fully believe that you will never want to get up from that beanbag once you're there. So, thank you guys for listening. I will pray us out really quick and just end on some good notes and reminders. Um, dear Lord, thank you so much for today. I just pray that the people listening to this, that they know they aren't listening for just pure coincidence. They aren't listening because oh, they know me and I want to listen because it's my friend. They aren't listening because they just think that this is a box that they can check off. Okay, I listened to a Christian podcast. Cool. Move on. I pray that they realize you you put this in their ears. You put this in their heart. You put the desire to find something to listen to. You, you are speaking to them through this. And Lord, I want to pray as the one who is doing the worldly speech um, that they see it's you and me. I pray that they see it's Jesus and me. It's not, it's not me just speaking some talk over them or speaking some, um, motivational speech. It's, it's the Holy Spirit and the Lord inside me that longs and craves for them to know you better. So I just, I pray for that today. I pray that they, these listeners, they feel you and they come to know you better because of this. Um, I just ask all this in your holy name, Lord. Amen. All right, guys. I hope that you had a chance to finish your coffee and you are just so happy today. Go forth. Go today and just take it in and love on Jesus and start focusing on him and just just seeking him in all that you do. I hope you enjoyed your coffee and talking about our creator. Have a great day, guys. Bye.